For tuning into the 304th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, our host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, IR Radio, SoundCloud, or whatever uh, podcasting app or platform you may be listening to me via. Also, special shout out to everybody who's listening via Elevation Sports Radio Station in Denver. Appreciate all you guys for tuning in as well. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter pod. It's going to be a, a solo individual podcast. Uh, again, you know, hey, we got to keep getting on these podcasts here because the last couple of, last week was a little difficult in terms of getting some guests on. But uh, we're going to have an interesting schedule today with the pod. Excuse me, this week with the podcast uh, for the Wednesday podcast. I think I'm going to have a good friend of mine, Max Edelstein, on just to give everybody kind of an itinerary of what's going on. And for the Tuesday, Wednesday pod, we would we're gonna do our top sports moments, and we're gonna talk about the NBA Finals. So I believe game game one of the NBA Finals would be on Wednesday, uh, I believe, or Tuesday, either Wednesday or Tuesday. But we're gonna do that one of those two days. And then for the Thursday pod, uh, right now, uh, I don't know yet who we're gonna have on actually, but a uh, couple names, some of the usual suspects. Maybe we'll get a special guest on who covers one of these sports teams and have them on too. But that's still in the works. So that's just kind of the itinerary what we have going on. Maybe we'll have Mr. Zach on, right? Maybe we'll have him on, Mr. Zach. Uh, that's a possibility as well too. Now, what I do want to say before we get into the solo pod, first time listening to the podcast, thank you. Subscribe and follow right now. Also share this podcast with your friends and family, whether it be Reddit threads, Facebook groups, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Also, what I'm going to ask you guys to do is this. Uh, what I want you guys to do is, if you have Apple or iTunes, leave a five-star review, right? Please. It helps out the podcast, uh, gives me great feedback, and for some odd reason, right? If you don't like my podcast, you don't like the content we're putting out here, but I think we're putting out some pretty, you know, really good damn content, right? But let's say you don't. Let's say you don't like it. Then take a page from what your mama told you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Just that simple. Cut up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to get into this solo pod. Coming up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk as we're doing this solo podcast. Also, by the way, I didn't say this in the intro, but uh, recording at uh, 1 a.m., 1.15 a.m. Eastern Time in this new apartment uh, that I'm now living in. Uh, there was no NBA games uh, tonight uh, because... 
the Bucks versus the Hawks ended on Saturday, Game Six. By the way, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. They will be moving on to the NBA Finals, and I hope everybody uh, had a uh, fantastic July Fourth. By the way, uh, it's time to kind of you know rejoice. You know, we fought off the British, right? So I uh, just wanted to say that I know a lot of people had fun out there. So just hope everybody stayed safe and had a great, good time. If it was an excuse for you guys to get drunk, I hope you guys had a good time doing that too. Because you know what I realized? A lot of holidays are just excuses for adults to get hammered. That, that's really what a lot of holidays are for. Uh, not that I'm condoning that, right? Uh, I surely didn't do that. But I hope everybody stayed safe and had a happy and blessed July 4th. But now here's what I want to get to this. I want to talk about leadership because I think leadership is one of the most overlooked things in sports. And it's so weird that it's the most one of the most overlooked things in sports, but it's one of the most important. Uh, so, and I want to tell a quick story. So, about a month ago, I was in North Carolina with one of my best friends, Tyquan Warren, a.k.a. TQ West. He's a rapper, by the way. Check him out on SoundCloud, TQ West, and you can find him. Uh, he's on Spotify, Apple, all the same stuff I'm on, all the platforms, just on the music side. So check him out. And I went to North Carolina, Charlotte to be specific, actually Concord, which is a suburb, 20 minutes outside of Charlotte. And I went with him and his family, had a great time, blast, right? Uh, and we were playing basketball one of the days I was there. And we actually, we played basketball twice. So for those of you who don't know, I'm an awful basketball player, and I'm trying to lay the stage here. I'm an awful basketball player. Super awful. Can't shoot, can't dribble, can't pass. I used to be able to rebound, can't even rebound anymore. I used to think I was good at defense. I got a bad knees. I've had a couple surgeries on my left knee. I kind of got a little bit of arthritis, so I can't even move on defense anymore. I'm just a big waste of space. I'm just a big waste of space. I'm just out there talking and hustling and playing like 10%. So, and by the way, my dad beat me 100, like four, 100 to four, like when I was a freshman and uh, high school. So I'm not good at basketball. Moral of the story, right? So I'm playing with the first time and some other guys and uh, we're playing three on three, half court. And uh, I was really, really bad. And Taekwondo was getting mad at me. He's like, Daryl, why aren't you trying? I'm like, I don't want to be out here. I didn't want to play basketball. Like they freeze me out. I made the first shot in the game too. And then they freeze me out. Then nobody's passing me the ball. And then if nobody's passing me the ball, because I've never been good at basketball. So people will kind of ice me out and I won't play. And I'll have to run the floor and I'll get a rebound. And then I'll try to put it back up. Because I'm like, I'll never know when I get, I'll get the ball again. And then I'm like, I don't want to play defense after you guys, right? So that's kind of how it went. Really poor, sore loser there. So then the next day, we play basketball again. And um, this was like five on five. It was kind of really competitive game. And there was this one kid, by the way, just like side note, nothing to do with this story, but what I'm going to lead into. But uh, this one kid who was the youngest kid on the court, he cooked everybody, he plays Division One basketball at some school, I forget. Super amazing. You could tell that he was a Division One basketball player and all of us were a bunch of dudes that were trying to play basketball. You could see the level. But when we're playing, I was playing with this other guy, and I can't remember his name, uh, but I was playing with him, and he was really good uh, at just kind of bringing the best out of me as a player. So he would talk to me. He was like, yo, man, you can eat in the paint. Nobody's in the paint right here. And he would keep talking to me, and he would stay on me, just little stuff. And I'm like, I've never played basketball with somebody who stayed on me like this, kind of like, okay, this is how you got to do this, man. He wasn't yelling. He wasn't being demeaning. Sometimes I was going through times during that game when I wasn't playing. I wasn't really saying anything. But when I, you know, I missed the ball, he's like, okay, man, we're going to come back to you. We're going to come back to you. 
And he, he started to make me want to play hard because I kind of didn't want to disappoint him because I was like, yo, he's kind of putting all this time talking to me. He's actually trying to give me the ball. Like, you know, like I, I'm going to kind of ball out for this dude. Like, I respect that. That's what I'm thinking. And then you see me make a couple shots. I'm playing pretty well. And then after the end of the game, uh, Taekwon's cousin, Jawan, comes up, and who I'm friends with as well. He's like, damn, Daryl, this dude, like, boosts your overall. Daryl's better than he usually is. And I thought about that, right? Like, it's kind of like when you, when in uh, 2K, when you have players like leadership, guys that bring the best out of you, and you're on the court with them, like, your percentages go up, like, 5, 10 points, like, in 2K. It's kind of like that. And that's kind of what Chris Paul is. When we, when we talk about leadership and the value of leadership and the value of importance in that, right? In terms of a guy who's been able to make players better. Because I think we use that term a lot, like, he makes players better. But it's more than just making player making players better on the court. It's kind of off the court. It's how you communicate. It's how you talk to people. And I kind of felt that as I was uh, playing with the guy. And I'm like, this is a pickup game. And in pickup, everybody's trying to get theirs. Specifically, everybody's trying to get theirs, go one-on-one. -on -one. That's the one kid who's a D1 basketball player. He wasn't playing team basketball at all. He froze all his teammates out. He was just trying to go one-on-one -on -one and cook his older brother. But this dude is sitting here talking to me like, yo, man, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Like, really hyping me up. And I don't even know. This. And that meant a lot to me. And him telling me and him getting me the ball, him telling me that, hey, we're coming back to you. He got me on a, cup, on a couple nice cuts to the basket where I got a couple nice layups. I had a couple jump shots. Like, I played really, really well. And a lot of that was kind of him getting in my head, being that point guard, being that floor general, being that leader. And that and that's what Chris Paul has, too. Uh, that coach on the floor, the extension of the coach, that's what the quarterback is in the NFL. It's supposed to be an extension of the coach. That's what the point guard is in basketball, an extension of the coach. That's what the middle linebacker is on defense, an extension of the coach. Communication, talking, a center on the offensive line, kind of an extension of the coach. Chris Paul, throughout his career, players he's been around. And, and, and I just want to give a couple names, and I thought this was interesting. All these players, their best years were with Chris Paul. DeAndre Aiden, DeAndre Jordan. Blake Griffin, David West, Shea Gildas Alexander, DeAndre Aiden. People were like, yeah, how good is Aiden really? Then he gets to Chris Paul, everybody's like, oh, Aiden's a top 25 player in the NBA. Blake Griffin, what does everybody say about Blake Griffin? Good stats, no wins guy, right? What were they saying about Devin Booker? Good stats, no wins. What happened with Blake? Start winning in Lob City. He finished third in the MVP voting with who? Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the NBA Finals. He never made the playoffs before in his NBA career. Chris Paul's there one year. He's playing in an NBA Finals. He's playing in an NBA Finals. DeAndre Jordan, best years, Chris Paul. Like I said, David West. His all-star appearances, when David West was in the all-star game, he had Chris Paul. Chris Paul, the ultimate floor general. The ultimate leader. Uh, and you can kind of see that, you know. All these players, and they swear by him. And you talk about Aiden. Aiden's like, he did a wonder for my career. And I kind of felt like Aiden. Right? Like, Chris Paul probably stayed on Aiden all the time. And there's things that you do as a leader, right? So you know, okay, 
let's get DeAndre. Let's intentionally, when we go down the floor, we're going to get DeAndre Aiden a touch. And why are we going to get him a touch? It's not even because I think maybe we're going to score this play, but it's that, you know what? If he sees that we care, he's going to bust his ass on defense. He's going to rebound like a god, like a demon. Because he knows we're investing in him. Right? See all the guards, me and Devin just shoot up jumpers. No, 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 no. We're going to go out and get him the ball. Okay, Devin, he's cooking right now. We're getting the ball to Devin Booker. Okay, fourth quarter. My time, just like he did for that last game when they played the Clippers, I'm going to drop 30 right now and I'm going to send this game home because it's time for me to take over. Knowing and understanding what's going on with you, but not only knowing and understanding what's going on with you, but know and understand what's going on with the other team, with the other teammates, the other players on your team, the other guys that you're in the foxhole with. That's what makes a leader so important. That's why Chris Paul has been awesome for every team he's played on. And this gets to my next point. Uh, Chris Paul has had one of the most, and I will say this, the most underrated career in NBA history. Chris Paul, for a fact, has had the most underrated career in NBA history. And here's how I'm going to explain this. So when we look back, uh, contemporaries of Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Darren Williams, Derrick Rose, Carmelo Anthony, just to name a few guys, right? Just to name a few. All those guys. You want to know what they're all doing right now? Dwayne Wade. Out the league. He's on TNT on Tuesdays with Adam Lefko, Candace Parker, and Shaquille O'Neal. That's what Dwayne Wade's doing. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh has been retired for like five, six years. Darren Williams. That man left his game at Utah. And it's so crazy about when you look at Darren Williams and Chris Paul. Both of those guys were in the same draft, by the way. There was a time where people thought that Darren Williams was a better player than Chris Paul. And there was a time, and I think everybody would agree with this in basketball annals, basketball circles, that there was a time where they were about even, even, right? Even Stephen, like about the same. And the fact that Darren Williams went from being that type of guy, that type of starter, being a guy who was a bench player, not even being a rotation player, now he's out the league and Chris Paul is a star on the finals team, just shows how amazing Chris Paul is. Then you go to Derrick Rose, who's an MVP. Something Chris Paul never got, by the way, but he did finish second in 2008 uh, when Kobe won his first MVP. Uh, Derrick Rose is a sixth man right now. Carmelo Anthony had to fight and claw to get his way back in, back in the league. The only guy from Chris Paul's generation who is still a... And Dwight Howard as well. Dwight Howard's another guy. I forgot to mention Dwight Howard. Uh, Dwight Howard's a backup center for the Philadelphia 76ers. And his career was on a lifeline. The only person from Chris Paul's generation, right, that generation of players, who's still playing at a high level is LeBron James. And LeBron James is arguably the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball. He is my number two or my number three all-time greatest player for me personally. So we're talking about special stuff when it comes to LeBron. LeBron's also 6'8", 6'9", 260, 270 pounds. He's a freak of nature. He's not the six-foot, 200-pound point guard that Chris Paul is. Just different body types. But LeBron is the only other guy. And we all give LeBron his flowers. We all give LeBron his praise. Well, we don't do that for CP3. Hence him being underrated. So all those guys, all those contemporaries, he's the only one who's still playing at a high level. And not only some of those guys throughout the league, some of those guys are rotation players. Chris Paul is a starter. And not only a starter, he's a high-level starter. He was all-NBA second team 
at what, 36, 37 years old? That is amazing. Chris Paul. In his entire career, he has always been a top five point guard. From when he was drafted in 2005 all the way to now in 2021, he has been a top five point guard. How many players can say that, that they've been top five in their position? Like, that is rare. Kobe can't say that. Kobe wasn't top five in his position when he came in the league. Kobe couldn't even start when he came in the league. Chris Paul came into the league and was the leader of his team. He was the floor general, he was the point guard, and he was top five at his position. That is crazy. And he's still like 36, 37, and he's still top five at his position. And lastly, man, the ultimate winner. The ultimate winner. Doing whatever it takes. Every team. And I was talking to my friend Silas, right, friend of the show, Silas Garrison. We were debating who's better, Steve Nash, uh, not Steve Nash, Allen Iverson or Chris Paul. And he was bringing up stats and points, and I was like, the impact Chris Paul has, it goes beyond the numbers. Every team Chris Paul has gone to, they win. And they get better, immensely better. You cannot say that for Allen Iverson. When Allen Iverson went to Denver with Carmelo Anthony, they both averaged like 26 per game uh, apiece. Didn't get out the first round. Then the next year, they trade Allen Iverson to the next few years. I think he played a couple years in Denver. Then they trade him, right? They trade him for Chauncey Billups. They go to the Western Conference Finals and take Kobe Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers to six games. Allen Iverson was never a force multiplier like how Chris Paul is. Chris Paul in New Orleans. What was New Orleans before Chris Paul? I don't know. Thank you. What was New Orleans after Chris Paul? Oh, wait, they got Anthony Davis. That kind of sucked. Now they have Zion, and it looks like that's going to suck even more because apparently Zion doesn't want to be there. At least that's what his family's saying right now. The Clippers. What were the Clippers? We know what the Clippers were. They were a moribund franchise. They were awful. They were known for their racist owner, Donald Sterling, who had a uh, weird relationship with his wife. And the groundwork Chris Paul laid with the Clippers allowed them to get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. The Rockets. When he goes there, they get the closest James Harden has ever been to an NBA Finals. Game 7 at home. And Chris Paul got hurt the game prior. And if Chris Paul's healthy, Houston might win that series. And if they win that, I will say this, Houston wins that series. And if they win, if Houston wins that series, they beat LeBron James, the Cavs, that year in 2018. It was 2018. And then we're talking about Chris Paul as a ring. James Harden as a ring. OKC, he gets traded to Oklahoma City. Everybody's like, he's washed. He's, he can't play anymore, right? Oklahoma City's supposed to be tanking. And you know what he does? He gets them all the way to a top four seed in the West. And they go seven games with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. The Houston Rockets traded away Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, thinking that they were going to get better. And Oklahoma City took on Chris Paul thinking we're going to get picks and we're going to be really bad. You know what Chris Paul said? No, we're going to be really good. He made that team better. Shea Gildas talked about how he kind of helped them out. He kind of taught those guys about winning. And then Oklahoma City's like, oh, this isn't working with CP3. Let's take him to Phoenix. Now, I know people are going to say Phoenix was a trending team. They went undefeated in the bubble. Listen, folks, 
They went from being a team that missed the playoffs to now they're playing in the NBA Finals. It's the leadership. It's the leadership. He's a coach on the floor. Like I said, that's why the Suns, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Phoenix since 1993, for the first time since 1993, they have their birth to the NBA Finals because of Chris Paul, the most underrated player in NBA history, and for sure, without a debate, the most underrated and underappreciated player of this generation. And once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning into this episode, the 304th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk. Next time, never been my thing. So next time.